you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. 10 Takes is a production of the NFL in partnership with iHeartRadio. Ten takes, ten minutes. It's catchy. It rolls off the tongue, and it's very simple. It's exactly what I tell you will deliver, and it's exactly what we will deliver. We have ten minutes. It's on the clock. If I don't finish, the bomb goes off. My face gets melted off, and I'm embarrassed because I don't finish all ten of the takes. I'm going to try to do it again today. I'm feeling saucy. I had a long weekend. I imbibed. I enjoyed myself. I watched a lot of football. So why don't we just start the clock now? Take number one, this Cowboys team is no different than any other Cowboys team for my adult life. Here's the thing. You can lose by 21 points. That's okay. It happens. The other teams are very good. You didn't have uh, the greatest week. You had an off day. It's fine. You can lose by 21 points. You can lose in December. That's all right. There's still time. The playoffs aren't here. You can lose in December. You can't lose by 21 in December. That's not the way it works. You can't do it. Especially when we've been told that this team is different. This is not your standard issue widget Cowboys team, that they're special, they're different. The last 10 teams to win a Super Bowl, 10 in a row, have not lost by double digits in December. They've figured their bleep out when it's go time, when it's adult time, when it's contender time. You can lose by 21. You can lose in December. You can't expect us to take you seriously if you lose by 21 in December. Take number two. The Cowboys are fast food. I finally realized it. Think about a fast food chain. Think about one that might specialize in some version of Mexican food. For years, they've been using the same four ingredients, swapping them around, doing a little sleight of hand, repackaging them, rebranding them, and saying, look, we got a brand new thing. But the ingredients are the same. The taste is the same. The delivery means has changed. The name has changed. Maybe one or two little tweaks about the ingredients have changed, but really not even. It's the same four things. You know it. I know it. That's the Cowboys. It's the same thing. It's the same ingredients. You still got Dak there. You still got a coach there who's pretty good, but like maybe not the greatest, maybe in a little over his head. And they're just saying it's a new thing, but it's not. It's a little different. A couple of years ago is, well, this version uh, can't manage the clock. And then maybe a year ago is this version can't finish. This version of the Cowboys Mexican fast food is we can't win on the road. And next year's will be different. And next year's will be after the app. It's always the same ingredients. Guys, can't win on the road is not we might have some problems with our kickoff coverage unit <laughs> or we've been bit by the injury bug a little bit. It's, it's, a, it's a major problem. Half the games are on the road. <laughs> and for the Cowboys, your playoff game is going to be on the road, singular. So you got to stop telling me this is a new Cowboys thing. It's like the same way 
that the fast food place comes out and says, we got a new thing and it's in a bowl now, or it's a wrap, or it's a crunchy one. It, guys, it tastes great. It's salty. It's hot. I get it. You can tell me it's really good. I'll believe you. You just can't tell me that it's different because it's not. The Cowboys, for the love of God, live moss. Take number three. The Bills are going to the playoffs. The Buffalo Bills are going to the playoffs. The same team that lost to the Denver Broncos on Monday Night Football for having 12 men on the field and seemed to be circling the drain. Same team that then lost to the Philadelphia Eagles when they missed on a pass from Josh Allen to Gabe Davis. The same team that had a really embarrassing off-the-field week with their head coach and a few other things that are just nasty. That's the team that just destroyed Dallas from start to finish and their quarterback completed seven passes. That team's getting in. I warn people this time of year, it's folly to look at schedules and just assume wins. It really is. I'm doing it with Buffalo. They have the Chargers next, who I granted are a little bit scary because they fired their coach and teams that fired their coach get the bump. Then they have the Patriots who beat the Bills earlier. I don't care. They'll figure it out. And then they have what might be the game of the millennium, which is Bills at Dolphins week 18 could be for all the marbles. The Bills are getting in. One way or another, they're getting in. And they're not your standard-issue garden-variety come-running team that has a scrappy little rookie quarterback or a new head coach, and they've really figured it out. They're, they have a Doberman at quarterback. They've been to the title game before. They've won playoffs games before. They're not supposed to be the come-running team. They're in a higher weight class than the come-running team. But they're running, guys, and they're getting into the playoffs. Take number four. The MVP is Brock Purdy's to lose. In one of our more interesting MVP races, here's my update. I don't care what the odds say. I don't care what anybody says. Here's what I say. Dak Prescott is not going to win the MVP. He better damn well not. You can't lose by 21 points on the road and also not be able to win on the road and be rewarded the MVP. I think he's out. Jalen Hurts is out for some of the same reasons, losing primetime games, losing to Dallas, losing to San Francisco. Jalen Hurts, you're not winning it. Sadly, Tyreek Hill is out because he didn't play a game, and we all knew Tyreek was going to have to run a perfect race to win the MVP as a wide receiver. He's going to have to get 2,000 yards, break Calvin Johnson's record, and play every game. None of that stuff is going to happen. He's out. I think it's Brock Purdy. I think the McCaffrey thing is looming. And can we have co-MVPs between Brock Purdy and McCaffrey? Imagine that on the same team. Lamar is there. Lamar's going to have to have a real flourish over the next three weeks because Lamar's already won the MVP and the story isn't as good. And then the Josh Allen thing. If the Bills do get to the playoffs, which I believe they will, and he's incredible over the last three games, which statistically he wasn't against Dallas because he didn't have to be. Josh Allen could win it. But I think if Brock Purdy merely holds serve, they finish 14-3. and three. He keeps doing the stuff he's doing. Brock Purdy in his second year is going to win MVP. It's insane. Take number five. I'm way behind schedule. The Ravens look awesome. They're ready to run. I was worried that so much of the Ravens conversation in the month of December is going to be how much they miss Mark Andrews. They don't. He's the second best player in their offense. They do not miss him. Lamar looks great. He looks calm. He looks confident. He's poised. The Ravens have this recipe. Like, we play really good defense, and Lamar is magic. Try to beat us. It's not going to be easy. The Ravens look great. Take number six. Baker Mayfield won't go away, and I hope he never does. A lot of people expect him to. A certain part of the population wants him to, and he just won't. The Netflix Baker Mayfield movie is going to be awesome, and it's a long time away. I think about a year ago, certainly two years ago, when he was washing out of Cleveland, there were some, I remember listening to them saying, yeah, you know, Baker would be great in a college football booth as a broadcaster. How about that? He just went into Lambeau Field and had the second perfect game in Lambeau Field history. 
158.3 passer rating. The only two people who have ever done it in that field are Aaron Rodgers and Baker Mayfield, which means Favre never did it, which means dozens and dozens of other quarterbacks, including innumerable Hall of Famers who played Lambeau, never had as clean and as productive a game as Baker Mayfield did. He's not going away. I just can't quit Baker, and I love him. The Bucs are in first place. I think they're going to be hosting a playoff game. Take number seven. I can't believe what I saw at the end of the Bears-Cleveland game. Cleveland's the doll of the AFC North right now. I'm Cincinnati is too in Baltimore. I'm just saying they're the coolest story because they have Flacco. Flacco was great in the fourth quarter and Joku great, Stefanski great. How the bleep did the Bears not catch that Hail Mary? That unsuccessful Hail Mary was more exciting than a successful Hail Mary, which is probably the most exciting play in the sport. Fields throws a perfect one. It gets deflected perfectly into the gut of Darnell Mooney, and somehow he didn't pull in. And and then it gets intercepted on top of that. Let me tell you something. That was not just visually appealing and intoxicating. There's ripple effects to that drop. If Darnell Mooney pulls that in, the Bears win. The Bears are alive. They get the goodwill win of the month. They get the exciting play of the year. Maybe the coaching staff stays. Maybe Justin Fields stays. Maybe it affects the draft in a positive way for Chicago. The fact that he drops it, That could be the undoing of Justin Fields. Battle lines are being drawn right now. Should Fields be the future? Should they hold on to him? He did not play well in the game. His stats weren't good. His performance wasn't good. But if you throw a Hail Mary at the end of the game and you win, everybody kind of forgets all that. He didn't. Tough, tough. I I still can't believe they dropped that. Take number eight. I like teams right now that are ready to race. When I used to work for Jim Rome, Jim Rome is a horse racing enthusiast, and he used to take me to the track. We would go, and we'd hang out and have drinks and dinner. Sometimes the wives would come, and he would walk me through someplace called the Paddock. The Paddock at a fancy racetrack um, like Del Mar or Arlington or wherever it may be in Chicago is the last place the horses walk before they go out on the track. And they're with the jockeys, and they walk around, and they, they basically just are being literal show ponies to show off how good they look and how beautiful and how strong, and they kind of maybe tell you who you want to bet on. I want teams right now that are walking through the paddock with arrogance and confidence. And we're It's December, guys. It's Christmas next week, a week from today. If you're not ready now, you're never going to be. Baltimore, Miami, San Francisco, and Detroit look good in the paddock. Dallas does not. Jacksonville looks terrible. And Denver so disappointed. You got to be ready to race right now. This is not September, October. It's race time. Take number nine. The Lions look ready to race. I can't believe how badly they beat the hell out of the Broncos. This was supposed to be this great... Master, Padawan, Peyton, Campbell thing. Detroit, who had been shaky as hell, really shaky, especially Goff. Goff comes out with a 5-0, five touchdowns, no interceptions. They look good. They look ready. That game for Detroit on Saturday night was what their Thanksgiving game was supposed to be, a national holiday for the Lions. They finally got it. They played right. Take number 10. You want a movie that's good for kids around the holidays? Klaus, K-L-A-U-S. It's the origin story of Santa Claus. My kids love it. That's it. 10 minutes. How about it? I like that one. I shorted my analysis on the Klaus movie. Could have gone longer there. Could have gone longer on the Haddock analogy. Could have gone longer on the Lions. Guys, I don't have a choice. It's not 10 takes in 11 minutes. It's 10 takes in 10 minutes. It's not 11 takes. It's 10 and 10. Sometimes I wish I could go overtime, like the Titans and Texans did yesterday. I can't. I'm beholden to the 10 minutes. I try to make it as intelligible as I possibly can. Hopefully this week I succeeded. Uh, I love you. If you see me in the street, if you see me on social media and you're listening right now, come say hello and say I love 10 takes. I love doing it for you. Happy holidays. Merry Christmas. 
hugs, drinks, snacks, cookies, presents. See you next week. Ten Takes is a production of the NFL in partnership with iHeartRadio. For more iHeartRadio pods, go to the iHeartRadio app, go to Apple, go anywhere you like, it'll be there. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower... 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you.